We can begin, ladies and gentlemen, by saying this is the Enemy Slime Podcast. It's episode number 174. I'm your usual host, Jared. I'm joined today by Mr. Doug Wilson. That's me. And Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Yiggity, yiggity, yo. And no one else. <laughs> uh, we we half our cast is not coming back somehow everyone found something better to do tonight i think what did lucio say he said he had company so i'm assuming yeah he said he had company I'm that assuming, was clearly a lie yeah that's like that's code for like group sex right when i say i have company over it's because uh it, it's because things are gonna happen so i don't know but uh i don't know where michael went uh trevor went and saw wonder woman um and and may return in time to to tell us how great it was. Did you guys see it? You saw it, right, Jay? No, I actually haven't seen it. Believe not, it or not, not to profile, but I just figured. <laughs> I know if it was Supergirl, you would have been there opening night, but Wonder Woman couldn't quite uh, cast you in. Now, see, that's not true. I waited until Netflix had all the Supergirl on on it before I watched that. Yeah, that's that's true. That's some good restraint. You you saw it though, right, Doug? <laughs> I did see it, and you actually said it was pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, the the bar is so low for a DC movie <laughs> that, like, the fact that it was it was a relatively confident movie was like, oh, this is enjoyable. Right, right. Like they just they it, it's almost like uh, what it, it's the million monkeys with typewriters, right? Like eventually they get it right. They just have to. Uh, just from a statistical statistical yeah from a stati- from a statistical standpoint, it has to work eventually. Um. Oh, it was directed by a woman. Maybe that is the uh, secret that secret uh, juice. That's the secret juice that DC has been missing all this time. Is the Justice um, League needs to be in the hands of a, of a female director? Who who did direct it? Uh, Patty Jenkins. She also mm-hmm. did. She's actually pretty prolific. She did uh, the movie Monster with Charlize Theron. Where, oh wow! Okay. Uh, and she did the pilot of The Killing, which by all accounts was the, the show went totally off the rails and got nuts, but the pilot's great. Uh, and she directed a few episodes of Arrested Development. So Probably the bad ones. Actually, one episode. And no, it's actually a pretty good one. Uh, which one was it? The one where they build a house, uh, where they build the fake house for the... Uh, oh. It's so good. Oh, man. <laughs> great job, Patty. Um, but anyway, they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they did a pretty good job. It sounds like, so congratulations, DC. We knew you had it in you. Uh, can't wait to watch you fuck up the next one. Um, oh, ju- come on. Just justice league. will be great. Well, so Zack Snyder had to leave justice hey. league. Yeah. For some pretty fucked up shit. And he put Joss Whedon in charge. So who the fuck now knows what we're going to get there? I, I, well, the thing is, I think the movie was was like probably eighty to ninety percent done. So I, there's probably not a whole lot they can change from the Wait, Snyderverse. Is, is, but is is Justice League next, or is Cal Drogo next? I'm pretty sure Justice League is like in November. Uh, but, oh, okay. But is Aquaman this year? I don't think so. Aquaman movie. Wait, is it Aquaman or is he someone else? Yeah, yeah. No, it's Aquaman. He's Aquaman. He, he's Aquaman. So, Who's the, other, who's the other underwater superhero? They both, there's two. Submariner. Namor? Ah, Namor, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. I thought it was Submariner. Maybe right. I'm thinking of that. Namor the Submariner. That's oh, like his whole okay. title. Yeah. Is he also Namor is actually, no, he's Marvel. So and he he's like, okay. he's like an underwater supremacist. Can they both talk to fish? Um, I don't think so. 
Don't quote me on that. Samantha they, just fucks they, they, <laughs> they retconned it so that Aquaman no longer talks to fish. He now just gives them like telepathic suggestions. Oh, there he is. Namor the Submariner. Oh, he is. That is a revealing outfit, Namor. Yeah. So Namor's whole thing is that he wants to bury the entire planet underwater. Um, he hates people. You know, he thinks Atlanteans are the superior race. So the is, end. So is Namor a bad guy? Sorta. He's like he like he like switches. He's like uh, Magneto, where he's like this fascist, but the X Men are always like, "Hey, work with us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That'll be great." Yeah. You know, that's actually fool me uh, five times. Shame on me. Fool me twenty <laughs> times. Shame on you. I don't. I don't know that this would be the case with Namor because I think he's just a stupid character in general, but. <laughs> Uh, I do like, and I particularly like Magneto for that reason, how they're, I think that X-Men always did a good job of like putting them at odds with each other, but at the same time, like needing each other sometimes. Right. Um, yeah. It's kind of like, uh, it, this is a real niche reference, but it's kind of like uh, Boyd Crowder in, in Justified where they, they did a good job of like having him be at odds, but also always kind of being necessary. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And I like relationships yeah. like that in, in media. So so I appreciate that. Uh, having said that, Namor looks fucking stupid. So, uh, <laughs> And at some point... I, I think, I think believe it or not, Namor is probably one of the better Marvel characters out there. That's terrible news. In, in, fact, in fact, I wonder why they haven't done a Namor movie yet. Hmm. Mm. Maybe now that DC is doing an Aquaman, they'll do a Namor. So he used to have telepathic control over sea creatures, but it looks like they have retconned that. He can't do that anymore. Um, he has are you ready for his powers I will tell you he has aquatic adaptation whatever that is uh, breathe underwater maybe yes. yeah I guess that's it's probably gotta be it superhuman strength speed agility and reflexes uh, mild invulnerability which feels like kind of paradoxical because if you're <laughs> wouldn't any invulnerability make you invulnerable like I, I feel like, yeah I feel like that's not right uh, flight via tiny wings on his ankles. What? Yep. That's what this says. Flight via tiny wings on his ankles. And uh, lastly, his final ability is longevity. Which like uh, sexual longevity? Because no, nah, he's supposed to be like ancient. Yeah, I think he just lives a long time. Oh, I mean, I, I I do think they turned him into this like overall Ubermensch in the Marvel universe. So he was he created. Can by Bill Everett, whose other famous creations include him, Namor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, oh, and uh, co-creating Daredevil, so Bill couldn't even come up with Daredevil by himself. That sucks to, to work for Marvel for like 20 years and have all you have to show for it is Namor the Submariner and you, you helped with Daredevil. I mean, to be fair... Daredevil is like probably Marvel, one of Marvel's most recognizable guys right now, thanks to Netflix. And like I said, if you're into the comics to begin with, Namor's you know a fairly good villain. He's like he's 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 not he's not like S tier or whatever it's called. He's not like top tier, um, but he's like just below them. He's just below Doctor Doom and Magneto and all that. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I accept this claim. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, we got we talked about that for way too long. Comics suck. Um. We talk about them a lot, but they suck. Um. 
I did want to mention. Yeah, and by the way, oh, by ahead. the way, I want to mention. I want to mention today about the uh, comic book subject. I I finished the last comic uh, volume that I ever bought ever. Um, it's something called Black Road, mm-hmm. and I swear to God, this thing probably put the nail in the coffin for comics for me. It was everything I fucking hate about comics. Oh, great. Period. Good job, comics. Good you, job, you, comics. You've done it. Um, <laughs> hey, do you guys think that you'll ever uh, do laser tag again? Or do you think that like you're going to die without doing laser tag again? Oh, with my family, I might end up doing it again. What about you, Doug? I can't imagine there's ever a scenario where I'm doing laser tag ever again. Yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was driving by the laser tag place. And I was like, I'm probably never going to go in there again. Like, I'm probably going to die and never play laser tag again. See, this is, a, this is the thing about my family. Like, my family's an older family now. Um, the youngest member of our family just turned, like, 26. Uh-huh. But they're always doing this shit designed for, like, 14-year-olds. So last summer, we ended up at a trampoline park. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> And I'm I'm pretty sure I don't know if it was for someone's birthday or if it was for Mother's Day or or what, but I'm pretty sure they went to laser tag. And while I'm usually pretty opposed to those things, I'm like, you guys do you, and I'll go to a food court or something. Um, that comes up pretty often with my folks, so would I can you, see myself going it again. So would your family be pretty stoked if you took them to like Dave and Buster's? Yes, actually. You'd be like, oh boy. I, my, I think I think my family actually really loves Dave and Buster's. I don't personally, but my family fucking loves Dave, Dave and Buster's. I went to the one in Times Square, and I thought it was kind of sad. Um, well, you, we, we don't go to the one in Times Square. We go to the one we go to one that's like about forty five minutes drive away. Uh, from okay, us. maybe that's the I trick. Think, I think we're getting a Dave and Buster's actually. Yeah, I've I've heard that from a couple places. Actually, Michael's the one who's got the intel on that, but. Um, they, they, I guess, can't officially, like, confirm it, and there's a lot of question about liquor li- license and stuff like that, because we, you know, we don't just give those out to anybody here. So, I don't know. Um, anyway, I don't remember why that came up, but I was thinking about it. <laughs> well, I, I, I recall the, um, you know, the Dave Busters was probably last year, because I was going to do a terrible Tuesday about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a it's such a strange place, uh, and it's weird because it feels like something that should just work so naturally, and for some reason there's just a weird disconnect for me with it. It's 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 like a dog Chuck E. Cheese. You know when you're at a casino and you're playing slots, and they'll come over and bring you drinks. Yeah, I feel like that's what I expected to happen in the Dave and Buster's, like being served at the arcade cabinet, and it's really not how it works. I think Dave and Buster's would be a lot better if they did that. I think that I feel, I feel like it's dirty. I've never gone. I it, the Times Square one is. I can tell you that. Times Square was pretty filthy. Uh, the one that we went to uh, upstate wasn't that much better. It's definitely better than the Times Square one. Yeah. But yeah, and there are certain cabinets that you just didn't want to touch those. And if you did, you would need hefty amounts of uh, hand sanitizer. Right. You like if like you you went to this. Shot. The cipher scope one, you're going to get conjunctivitis or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably at least a little bit. I, I recall Guitar Hero being pretty unpleasant. Oh, yeah. Guitar Hero is not. No, 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 you're no. going to get like MRSA if you touch that. You know, the rock. <laughs> you know what? Uh, have you ever seen like a rock band arcade cabinet? Because they have those. Um, I, I've never seen one. They, they do have them. And uh, I'll tell you what the first thing to get nasty is it's the drumsticks. 
Um, of course. Because they're because <laughs> they're kind of colored white, and very slowly they start to just build up this like layer of gunk. Uh, fucking gross. Uh, but yeah, they they definitely uh, and actually same at trade shows. Every time I see Rock Band at a, at a, like E three or PAX, I'm always kind of like recoiling in horror. I'm like, oh no no no. <laughs> No, 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 no. See, see, now there's a good, there's a good idea for a Five Nights at Freddy's rip. Um, your guy who's like a germaphobe in like a Dave and Buster's. Oh yeah, there you go. And your goal is just not to touch anything. <laughs> your goal is just not to touch anything. It's uh, it's kind of like one of those. Uh, it's like that, you know, that helicopter game where you hold the mouse and you don't want to touch any of the walls. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, except you're at Dave and Buster's and you're some guy. <laughs> And kids keep trying to run run into you. Yeah, why not? Do they let kids into Dave and Buster's? No. Uh, well, they'll let them into parts of it. They'll let them into sections, but uh, there there's areas that are just for the bar, I believe. I believe. Could be right. I, I don't know if that would even work in Utah, to be honest. Mm, it could work in downtown Salt Lake, but nowhere else. Even then, I don't think it'll work downtown either. I think it'll work. It'll work for like six months, and then it will just the novelty will be gone. I want, I want them to build it and put it in Provo and be like, "Here we go, That'd everyone. Here's your here's your arcade bar, Provo. <laughs> You're welcome." This um, has liquor. Well, no, I think Mormons would go to it anyway because what else is there to do? Read I think if Dave and Buster's does open, you guys have to do like grand opening review. Okay, we can do that. I can commit to that, but nothing else. I'll commit to nothing else. <laughs> nothing else but that. Um, um, I, wanted... I wish I could tell you there was a recommended dish, but all I can recommend is oh, I didn't getting even, drunk. I didn't even eat there. That sounds like an even worse idea. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm sure they have a perfectly serviceable like microwaved hamburger that will be fine, but uh, it, it's still not high on my list. Yeah, I I basically I let everyone else order and then I sampled things and I went with most edible from the rest of them. I think I'd get a wrap. That sounds safe. <laughs> really? You don't know what, what's wrapped in there? And I don't even have to look at the menu to know that they have a wrap. Like, I feel very confident <laughs> that I will be able Chick- to get a wrap there. Chicken tenders is probably safe. I mean, mm. just chicken. Yeah, just uh, just like pre-made uh, tenders that are dropped in a fryer. Can't fuck that up too bad. And if you can, yeah, that's true. It's because like something else fell in the fryer, and like whatever, that's fine. If an animal, <laughs> if a rat falls in there or something, eh, no big deal. I, I remember a few, like uh, I it, this was like several days ago. Lucio posted on uh, on Facebook not to go to a certain Chili's with oh, like yeah. a giant. It, it was a TGI Fridays on the dish. Yeah, or a TGI Fridays. It was a TGI. Fridays. My question is, why would you go to TGI Fridays at all? Um, the last I can tell you, I went not that long ago. Uh, really? Because someone who I may or may not have been married to wanted to go there, and uh, uh, and uh, let's just say that was the that was the beginning of the end, for sure. Uh, <laughs> they have well, they have a very TJ robust, Fridays has that effect. They have a very robust like corn syrup drink menu that's kind of fun to look at. Um, like everything that they do is like basically some minor amount of of liquor. Uh, <laughs> Half a cup full of grenadine and then like some Sprite. Here you go. That sounds right. It's it's ridiculous. And especially <laughs> especially here where they can't use that much liquor. Uh, then they go real hog wild with the, the sugars and 
uh, all the stuff. If you go into a TGI Fridays and you do like full bar service and you don't come out of there with diabetes, something went wrong. Like <laughs> they have failed as a restaurant. They failed as a restaurant. Uh, but ours, our most of ours went out of business. I think there might be one left. Um, yeah, I, I think I think it's like the same case. In, that's the same case in New York again in Times Square. Basically, don't eat in Times Square. That's my advice. Yeah, you're right, Doug. There's one in West Valley. I think it's the last one. I went there for work once, actually, I think. Did your work hate you? What happened? Why? <laughs> it was a project rolled out, and so they, I don't know, the project manager picked it. You know what's weird is that's where our last Applebee's is, too. Hey, you want to hear something about Applebee's? I always want to hear something about Applebee's. Let's, <laughs> let's, make, this, let's make this an Applebee's podcast for sure. I, I, yeah, it's, it's not actual dirt on Applebee's, but... Um, you know my friend Dave from like Scotland, and then I have another friend um, in Ireland. And the one time they were out here, um, not visiting me, they were with someone else. Their friends, for some reason, took them to Applebee's. Mm-hmm. And here I, I had to warn them that basically, if your friends, if you're if you're visiting from the UK, and your friends uh, took you to Applebee's, they are not your friends. <laughs> I jokingly did that when we were in Seattle. Uh, we were we were gonna link up with uh, with our with Rory, and um, I posted on Facebook the day before and tagged us all at Applebee's. And Rory got on and was like, "Oh God, <laughs> what happened?" But uh, is there anything worse in this country than Applebee's? I mean, just from the chain restaurants. Uh, you know, it, we can lump it into the same chain of shit, but I actually think that Chili's has things I would eat. Like, and Applebee's really doesn't. There's nothing that. Yeah. There's no, I, Chili's I mean, has chicken poppers. Chicken crispers. Chicken crispers. Those are those are pal- palatable. They're good. <laughs> They're good enough. Um, It'll get you by. I'm trying to think of a worse chain or if a you're, if you're like chain. if you're like. Trapped in a de- in a desert, and there's only an Applebee's. Then you could do the chicken crispers. I really, I think Applebee's might be the worst chain, though. I really can't think of another one. Uh worst restaurant chain. Let's see if the internet has any any other suggestions. I mean, Chipotle is pretty shitty and disgusting. Yeah, but you know, it's I more, it's it's more like I can eat rice so, or something. I'm so glad you said that because everyone fucking loves Chipotle, and I think and that's. I think they have the worst tortillas. Like they just—they taste like they came right out of like the bag at the grocery store. Like they just—they gross me out. And they've had like two major scandals, and somehow they're still alive. Oh yeah, they keep poisoning people. That's true. Uh, They had that security breach where everyone lost all their credit card data too. All right, here's here are suggestions for runners up for the worst places. Are you ready? Yep. Uh, We got Denny's. Oh, Denny's is is so bad. It's it's good. Uh, <laughs> Denny's is, uh, you know, there are lots of places, and, and I would say this about Walmart too. There are a lot of places that have almost no merit, uh, but they're open twenty four hours, and that's enough. But they're open twenty four hours. See, Applebee's is where you go to get super drunk, and then Denny's is where you go after you. Oh got God! Super what drunk. a night! What a what a wonderful <laughs> night to go to go get blitzed at Applebee's and eat riblets and then stumble over to Denny's for an, a late night pancake puppy session. Uh, oh God! Uh, unsurprisingly, TGI Fridays is here. Yeah, of course. Uh, Red Lobster is their suggestion. 
Um, Red Lobster has gotten pretty bad, but you know I could still go for a cheese biscuit over anything at Applebee's. Yeah, them biscuits are still pretty good. Um, Sabaro, that's an interesting choice. Huh. That's not really. I don't think that's that can be put in the same category as like a yeah, chilies though. That's definitely like, like a faster food like kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's an interesting choice: Cheesecake Factory. Huh. I haven't been to a Cheesecake Factory in a while, so I don't know. I well, they have fourteen thousand things, so one of them's bound to be good. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like. <laughs> Uh, my my sister used to work there, and so she's got like the inside track on like the things to order. So I've actually I don't even I would say that I've never had a bad experience there. Um, but having said that, just like Doug said, their menu is like twenty pages, and like <laughs> could if you dropped it on a baby, it would hurt the baby. And Ouch. so, uh, like like to me, I, I can see how you could make a mistake when you go there. For sure. Right. Uh, so what should I order if I end up at another cheesecake factory? You want to you want to know my favorite thing that they have there? Uh, what is it? And anybody can anybody can quote me on this. If you if you eat this and you come back and say you didn't like it, I'll hit you in the fucking face. You're a liar. <laughs> uh, they have these. They're called uh, they're called sweet corn tamale cakes, and huh. uh, it's basically like a like a little cake made of masa and uh, with with like corn rolled in it. And uh, they they fry them and then they put like pico de gallo and sour cream and all this shit on top of them. And uh, that actually sounds really good. They're super good. They're way good. Uh, they're probably not good for you at all, um, but they're <laughs> they're really tasty. So get those. It's an appetizer. I mean, but just get one. I, and don't tell anyone, and you eat it all. And you'll be happy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if you end up at any of these chain restaurants, then health is not your top priority. Uh, we're we're headed towards the end here. There's still a few more. Uh, okay. Golden Corral. Ooh. I'm definitely. Oh, that's a good selection. I'm definitely willing to go to uh, Applebee's over Golden Corral for sure. Um, that is yeah. just a human waste goes to Golden Corral. <laughs> it's a scary place. You know, it's opinion. even it's even better if you're black and you end up in one of those. I could see that because not only do you have to eat at Golden Corral, but you might get shot by a white supremacist. Uh, So this is my buffet. Get out of here, boy! Hey now, boy, my (laughs) you best be watching out. Uh, The Hard Rock Cafe. Oh my God! It's like I'm really at Golden Corral. (laughs) I know you just had like a PTSD thing, right? (laughs) I don't know if I've ever eaten at a Hard Rock Cafe. I haven't. I certainly haven't. I've, I've I've been to a few. I mean, it's all right. If you get the mac and cheese, you'll probably survive. Okay, all right. Uh, let's see. These are those are fast food chains. We're not going to count those. Uh, Ruby Tuesday. Eh, I'm, I don't know that I agree with that. Ruby Tuesday's like not good, but it's better than most of the list. They reported eat- a four hundred and one percent drop in year over year income to shareholders last month. <laughs> You probably don't want to get a steak there, but I'm sure they have other food that's good. It's, it's, ish. It's like all the other places. As long as it's deep fried, you're gonna be you're gonna survive. Can I confess something? What's that? I kind of like Sizzler's steaks. <laughs> oh my god! I haven't sure been. Michael might beat you. <laughs> they're so they're so chewy. It's like the cheapest cut of meat ever. They take forever to eat, and there's something about it that is like. Kind of it's like right. eating adult gum. Michael, yeah, Michael's it's, gonna, it's exactly it's like Michael's eating flavored gum. 
Like, let's go to listen to this podcast. And he's going to get in his car. He's going to drive right to your place and then punch you in the face. <laughs> it's uh, it, it wouldn't be unfair. It would not be unfair. <laughs> but I've, I'm not. I'm just. I can't lie. There have definitely been some times where I've you know been sitting around on a Saturday night and thought to myself like, "Fuck, man, I could sure go for some. Uh, I could sure <laughs> go for a, a rubbery ass steak and unlimited. Because uh, they'll 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 bring you shrimp until you tell them to stop. They just keep bringing you fried <laughs> shrimp." And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's not bad. Uh, it's not on here, but I'm surprised to uh, not see the Olive Garden uh, listed. Oh yeah, because um, I think it it also has some kind of significant problems. Um, but again, it's like Red Lobster where we fall back on like their bread. We're like, oh, but the yeah, bread exactly. I was gonna say the breadsticks. Yeah, like, we good. can't we can't talk shit about. Uh, but yeah, I, I cannot find uh, one of these articles that does not include Applebee's. Every Applebee's <laughs> is the head of every single one of these. Um, Do you think they were ever good? Like they, they were good and just, you know, corporate America just has blandified them as much so to make as much money as possible. I, I, I really, really feel like that they got by on their alcohol. Like you, if you want a hard shot of whiskey, Applebee's will hook you up. I remember going there when I was a kid and not really having issue with it, but I'm a kid. I'm stupid. I don't know. Uh, so, so I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, Applebee's, Applebee's is easily the winner if I, if I like average out, uh, all these lists that I'm finding. Um, so if you want a bad experience, try, try some Applebee's. Um, all right. We've talked so much shit on chains. Let's circle back here before we leave. Name, tell me one good chain. Uh, I don't know. I hop. I don't really like IHOP at all. I'd, 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 I'd go to Denny's over IHOP. I, I am actually with Doug on that. I would go to Denny's before IHOP. Really? I, I would. And uh, That's like the first time I've ever heard that. Uh, maybe it's just out here. There's something about it. The other the thing that I really huh. hate about IHOP is ours out here are inconsistent for which ones are open 24 hours. So ah. And nothing's worse than like driving a bunch of drunk people to an IHOP that's closed. Like it's a terrible yeah, experience. Yeah, I, I can imagine that being pretty bad. It's a terrible time. So mm-hmm. that bums me I out. Think macaroni grill's all right. That's actually probably what I would have picked is macaroni grill. <laughs> I've never been to a macaroni grill. It's not bad. I mean, Italian like, food's one of those things where like, how do you fuck that up? Um, well, Olive Garden. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that's, <laughs> that is the issue. <laughs> it's like so. I'm sure that macaroni grill still is just they're pulling it out of a packet and reheating it in boiling water. But it, it feels a little less so than like a than Olive Garden. <laughs> like in Olive Garden, they like they just give it to you right out of the pouch. Like the pouch is still on your plate. Macaroni Grill, they'll actually put it on their own plate. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I don't know if this counts as a chain restaurant. Um, it's not here, but there's a there's a Tex-Mex chain called Chewy's. Um, that's mostly located in the south. I think it, I think it's headquartered in Austin, but there's one in Atlanta. I've been to it a couple times now. Ooh, what about uh, the Waffle House? I fucking love Chewy's. I've actually never been to a Waffle House. We don't have them here. Yeah, we don't have them in New York either. They're all down south. Yeah, they're all down south. Uh, and every time I want to go to one, I'm with people who are too good for it. So 
Yeah, that'll that'll easily happen. Yeah, it doesn't take much for people to. It, it's funny to see the type of people who can still manage to feel like who have no reason to feel superior at all, and yet can find themselves too good to go to the <laughs> Waffle House. I won't go to the Waffle House. No, let's go to Applebee's. Yeah, yeah I won't. I ain't set foot in that damn Waffle House. I want to go to this Applebee's. Go classy. Really let's go Olive on... Garden tonight. <laughs> uh, baby, you want to split a tour of Italy? The answer is yes. Yes, I do. I don't think this conversation would have ever flown with either Lucio or Michael on the podcast. Yeah, they would have they would have whined about something or other. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm submitting Chewies as my as my choice chain. Um, oh wait, Red Robin. I like Red Robin. I do. I I like their I, I like their fry sauce, and yeah. you can't get that outside of Utah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by. I got. Let's get in a pinch. You know what? Here's a controversial one. Uh, I like Buffalo Wild Wings. Is that right? I've actually never Me, been inside of Buffalo Wild Wings. And I'll tell you why I've never been inside of Buffalo Wild Wings. Why? Was there a Every, scary man only... out front and you're like, I can't go in there? <laughs> Every time I've like had the opportunity to go to a Buffalo Wild Wings, I really wanted wings, but I like wanted fast food wings. I just wanted to grab them and go and, and go do my shit. Mm. Um, and I wanted them like crispy and and solid pride so Buffalo. whenever i was in the mood for it they didn't quite hit what i needed i think that they are i don't think they're amazing not going to win any awards but i think they're serviceable i think they do good enough um so uh, good job to buffalo wild wings a uh, uh, cheer good job buffalo wild wings three, three cheers for buffalo wild wings <laughs> how, how many times would we give it uh i would give it a three out of five um which is the highest that a chain restaurant can achieve <laughs> the ultimate pedigree actually that is good because i don't think i would actually give ihop a three out of five uh, that cheesecake factory those those tortilla those those whatever the fuck they are tamale cakes though that's five out of five uh if i could eat them right now i would if if i have found a way to like have as many of those as i wanted i would <laughs> i would become the 600 pound man who's carried by the crane uh and and all would gaze upon me in fear and horror Daddy, what's wrong with that man? <laughs> They're absolutely going to be saying that when they see me. You would think that Nintendo didn't release a trailer today. <laughs> so actually, before we talk about Nintendo, I wanted to mention Valve really quick, because there was some news from okay. them, too. Uh, which is, uh, I believe, as of today... Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Oh, go ahead and guess. Gabe is going to open his own steak chain. No, it's not that. Uh, although that's a good guess. Um, no, they're, uh, Jay Pinkerton, who is basically like their last, uh, writer, their last like high profile writer, uh, has left, right. left the company. So, Ooh. uh, Mark Laidlaw, Eric Wilpaw, Chet Falizek, and now Pinkerton. Uh, that, that means that at this point, everyone who worked on Portal 2, Team Fortress 2, Left 4 Dead, and Half-Life are officially gone from the company. Well, Half-Life 3 confirmed. Uh, yeah, so it seems it seems like the natural reason for this is because Half-Life 3 is coming out any day now, and they finished it's finished. It. Yeah, they finished it, and they're like, well, nothing to, nothing left to do here. <laughs> and uh, so they're, they're coming in. But I just... Gabe wept, for there were no more worlds to conquer. I want, <laughs> I want to ask, because I feel like this is a good pairing with Nintendo. This is a company that so clearly could like do a thing that would be wildly successful and make a billion, million dollars. And they just basically said... Eh, no. <laughs> no, thank you. 
it, it just seems like they're kindred spirits. I wish there was some way for Nintendo and, and Valve to like connect and get together. Uh, Mario Half-Life 3 Edition. Super, Shiggy and Gaben forever. Super, yep, Shiggy and Gaben uh, for, for time and eternity. But uh, yeah, anyway, I, I thought that was just particularly uh, interesting that it, no one's left there anymore. Well, people can stop holding their breath now. Yeah, I, I really think that now more than ever, it seems obvious that you're not going to get anything. <laughs> um, maybe Left 4 Dead mean, 3? I, I'll tell you where Portal 3 is, and it's going to sound like a joke. It's not a joke. Uh, Portal 3 can be found in Lego Dimensions. That is the closest I have played to Portal 3. The, the characters, the plots, the storyline follows immediately after what happened with Portal 2. And I'm pretty sure uh, Lego Dimensions team worked closely with whoever was left at Valve to do it. So that's what you want. That that's what you have to play if you want Portal Three. I should mention that last week there was a uh, there was actually a Portal spinoff that was released on the Steam Store, uh, huh. and it's called Ricky Raccoon Two. <laughs> and uh, it's a match three game. It is. It is. And there aren't actually portals or any of the characters from Portal. But I still feel like you can tell that they're kindred spirits. Like they have, they have some connections and and things in common. Um, yeah, this makes sense to me. I think what would what would the term be? A spiritual successor. I think it is. So, definitely, uh, definitely worth checking out. But yeah, uh, so Valve's doing their thing. Nintendo's doing their thing. Uh, Nintendo announced a couple days ago that they were going to do a Pokemon Nintendo Direct, and of course... Well, well before, we, before we jump on that, I have one more thing to say about the Valve thing. Sure, go right ahead. <clears throat> have you guys ever seen that ridiculously detailed Half-Life 2 mod? Um, to, the, to the point, it's, it's, it, it's, a, it's one guy who modded Half-Life 2 to quote-unquote be better. It's got fucking ferns everywhere, and um, Alex's um, vagina is fully modeled. I'll put it that way. Okay, like it, you do. It doesn't do anything. And well, she I mean, still that, has, that like, was her missing pants in the on. original. <laughs> oh, but just uh, just so you know, like if you remove her pants in like a console, it's gonna look right. I, 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 you know, I don't know, and 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 I'm not just talking about the exterior. I'm talking about all of the parts are in there. Like this guy spent a lot of time on Alex's vagina. Oh, good. They've got like a labia. They've got a clitoris. Yeah, it's she's got everything. It's it would be if she were a real woman, it would be fully functional. Even yeah. does it even have a wait? Hang on. I got to finish looking up this diagram. <laughs> does it have a um, clitoral sheath? Does it have that? Yeah. I, I don't know that it has a clitoral sheath. Does it have a vestibule? Yes. And does it have an anus? Oh, no, that's not right. <laughs> uh, it's the wrong part. <laughs> Actually, I would laugh if, if they, he spent so much time modeling a, a very accurate. It doesn't have a butthole. And for, for not to do a <laughs> Never even occurred to him. He's like, why even have that? Who, who cares about that? <laughs> There's only one thing this mod needs, and it's, uh, it's a, a glands of clitoris. <laughs> and it's a actually a really infamous mod. I'll try, I'll try, I'll try and um, uh, pull it up. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Please so do. Just, just so you know, if you if you guys want Half Life Three, that's what you get. You download that mod. Man, these diagrams these diagrams are HD not mod. sexy. These are not encouraging me. 
Um, oh, no. This one's like a sick one. All right, I got to close this. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting too aroused. I'm getting too aroused. I can't. We can't do this. Can't can't control these feelings that I feel. Um, so, yeah, Nintendo... Um, just, just never look blue waffle. Nintendo's going to make a Pokemon, but not a Pokemon you want. That's basically the moral of today's story. Uh, so, so let's talk about the actual announcement. So, well, so I, I was kind of saying this to Doug. I feel like, I feel like Nintendo just doesn't get how to do announcements. Like, I, I feel like they're really they they hype up all the wrong things, <laughs> and it, it seemed. I don't think there was any reason for us to expect them to release a full Pokemon game on the Switch. There's no reason to expect that. Although. I will confess that I understand the people who think that like Sun and Moon was maybe made by like a B team, while meanwhile something else was being worked on by like an A team for the Switch. Um, you mean the fact that Sun and Moon felt like half the game? Right, the fact that Sun and Moon kind of felt shitty uh, and rushed. Uh, you're, and and if you want to know why it felt rushed, it's because they're releasing a second version called Ultra. Yeah, and it's like in a year. Yeah, not even a year's past. So. Yeah, so you know. there's there's something going on there. Um, but yeah, so they, they announced that there's going to be a Pokemon game, and we know it's going to be on the Switch, and uh, they, they started up the Nintendo Direct, and they don't waste any time, to their credit. Um, but he's like, great news, everyone. We're releasing a new game for the Switch. It's called Puckin' Tournament. And <laughs> I, have never, oh. I have never seen a chat just blow up. Like the one... I was, I was watching this stream on YouTube... And I've seen some pretty nutso like Twitch chats. I have never seen a chat move as fast as this did, and with as much like anger and hatred. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to look up this 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 stream a little later. As it did, it was amazing. It was it was truly yeah. incredible. Uh, and I again, I think it was exactly what you should have expected. This is totally how Nintendo operates. Um, I'm not right. super Why give clear. people good things? I'm not super clear on whether or not this is a new game. I. I kind of think this is just the uh, puck and tournament with new characters. It probably is. Like but, that's, I mean, I'm that's not... how fighting games work too. And if they can't, you know, if they can't put in the extra time for their flagship, what makes you think they're going to put extra time into tournament? Yeah, so it is. It's an enhanced port for the Nintendo Switch. So they've just added some characters. That's it. Uh, I don't remember. You know the... <laughs> I don't remember who they added. They said who they added. It was. Oh, you can be Chandelure? Never mind, this game's dope. I love it. Chandelure's game my, of the year. Chandelure's my favorite Pokemon. It's because of them curves. He's a ghost, but he's also a chandelier. <laughs> uh, and I've never thought of him as particularly sexy, but now that you mention it, yes. <laughs> I, you, I'd never been able to pinpoint what I loved so much about him, but you just... You, well, now you know. You figured it out. It's, uh, it's how fucking hot he is. What a hot-ass Pokemon. Actually, he's got kind of badass art for being such an uninspired, stupid idea. Like he actually, he actually looks pretty cool. <laughs> All things considered. Um, well, the, the, I, I remember I didn't watch the um, stream, but I watched the commercial, which I believe people like online were advertising it as the Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon commercial, and it's basically just three minutes of a guy going around beating people up in Thailand in a Pokémon tournament. Yeah, he's in like a really remote area where you're like, are you going to be able to charge that? Because the battery's only going to last like a few hours. Yeah, and he's like, not only that, but he's like on a, 
he's he, these are like pretty desolate places he's in. Yeah. <laughs> in an abandoned bus stop and then his bus breaks down. Yeah, he's he's on like a rowboat headed out to an island and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, we'll get you." And I I didn't actually time this, but I would I would stake a bet. I'll bet if you sit down and you time the moments of gameplay clips and the moments of just footage of this guy wandering around Thailand, I'll bet you that there is more Thailand than there is gameplay. Because they show yeah, that sounds right. They show remarkably little of the game. They mostly just show how they want you to have so much fun walking around and playing it with strangers. That's really what they playing want with to strangers, do. beating up random random uh, kids in Thailand. That's yeah. what they want you to do. Yeah, that was really what they were hoping that you'd, you'd get out of it. I mean, but I think people pay money for that anyway. Without Pokemon tournament, did anyone play the original? Is it even a competent fighting game? I don't really know. I I don't own anything that would put, run it. I feel like Lucio probably played it. Um, um, loved it. Yeah, let's but at least that. at least at, at least at the very end of the trailer, they showed like fifteen seconds of Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun. Yeah, they do. Uh, and so here's a little added curiosity: Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun are listed as uh, 3DS uh, releases, but very briefly, when they went to list them on the store, they had them listed on the Switch as well. And there's a little kind of conspiracy theory going around that Nintendo's going to release them on the 3DS first and then release them on the Switch after. I mean, that sounds like their MO. They've done that before. What a great way to make some bucks. Um, yeah, that sounds right. I Someone mentioned in the comments that they were hoping it was a Diamond and Pearl remake, and I did not realize how badly I wanted that until that person mentioned that. I have fond memories of Diamond. I, I think it might be... It, see, it, I, it's my favorite one aside from the fact battles take so fucking long because there is something loading in the background um, and it takes so much time to process the data. And I know they won't fix that because it's on instant soul silver and um, is, uh, heart gold. Is that the so, one? Is that the one where the team rocket is trying to free the Pokemon or is that black and white? Uh, they're not they're not uh, team rocket they're team something but they're they're like galaxy they're super concerned about like letting pokemon go free that's their big mo yeah i don't remember black and white was good too i don't remember which one it and man diamond burrow to black and white to xy that was like a sweet spot and then it was doing good and then they released sun and moon (laughs) yeah that's uh that's how it goes sometimes they they tried their best but it just wasn't (laughs) quite good enough but anyway, that's our that's our news for the day. So uh, finally, take that and enjoy that. Yeah, we got we got to it. We just had to talk about restaurants for a little bit. This is normal. It's a normal thing that happens. Oh, now I'm hungry and I want some like really shitty chain pizza. I know, right? Don't you want to go to like Golden Corral and drink from like their chocolate fountain or whatever fucking shit that has they kids' got? hands in it? Just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know it. <laughs> eat eat some meat that was like left out by their dumpster. Do you remember that? I mean, my 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 favorite thing is going to be the revolver just barely concealed under a guy's waistband. Oh, not here! They fucking open carry in our golden corral. Oh, that's good for sure. And none of them know like legally how that's actually supposed to work. So I'm sure they're all like one stage from firing. Our golden corrals are actually segregated. Oh, I didn't think about that too. Yeah, they have side entrances for. Uh, well, it's it says the coloreds. I would never say that, but. That's I mean, that sounds like full Golden Corral experience to that's me. The full Golden Corral experience. They actually, when you go in, they measure your belt buckle, and if it's not big enough, they'll turn you away. 
They say, no, 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 sir, you can't come in here. You, yeah, I got to go back and get yourself a new belt buckle. You say, ah, fuck. You have to have like a, a, a cowhide 10-gallon hat, too. Yeah, and, but if here's a secret that I learned. If they turn you away and you shout tarnation, they'll let you in. Ooh, that's a good one. So there's a little that's that's for me to you. Little golden corral tip get you through get you through the survival uh, of the of the whole thing. Uh, my and second, I just want to mention that this uh, this golden corral tip is brought to you by GameGear.pro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, I don't have a I don't have any copy for Game Gear this week, uh, but they did send me an email um, just mentioning that they were very concerned about. Uh, what they called illegal material highlighted on podcast. I'm assuming what they mean by that is maybe we talked about piracy. That's probably what they mean. Um, yeah, probably. I'm sure that's what they were referring to. Uh, so anyway, we'll, we we won't talk about piracy this week, and I'm sure that they'll return as our sponsor and everything will be fine. That's, that's But you know that when I just downloaded it was Daggerfall. Oh, did you? Illegally, yeah. And how is it? Um, I don't know because I'm on the podcast and I do not play video games on the podcast. What a good I'm boy. an angel. <laughs> what, a, what a good sweet boy. Uh, not like that. Not like that damn Lucio <laughs> who gets on the fucking call and then five seconds later I see my Steam pop up and say like Lucio, <laughs> Lucio started Binding of Isaac. Last time I think it was last time he he started Binding of Isaac like fourteen times. I'm waiting for him to get like a VR set and just full on go in VR during the podcast, <laughs> like get the most immersive experience that he can and be like, yeah, this is what I'm gonna do. We're like Lucio, what do you think of uh, what do you think of Metroid Six? And he's like, sorry, I can't tell you because I'm uh, having sex in VR with the Vive. I hope it's like a really physical game too so you can hear yeah. him like crashing around yeah, like he's, he's like he's like, he's like jumping one of his kids runs in is like daddy daddy and he accidentally like clocks him and has to like, deal with that whole thing uh, daddy's playing his stories get out <laughs> daddy's forgetting about the the horrors of life uh, i mean dagger falls dagger falls like what 20 years old 21 years old I'm pretty something like that. So, yeah. So is that even stealing? That's not stealing. That's just if something I, I'm, is 21 years old, that's just your for your taking. I'm I'm sure Beth, Bethesda would see um, lifting a raisin off the ground in front of their offices as stealing. Yeah, probably. Put that raisin back. <laughs> We're not sending that raisin out until everybody has their raisin. Hey, you see what yeah. that was? That was a reference to the thing they do. Boy, I sure <laughs> am a crafty person with my statement. That that was that was very 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 clever and witty cynicism. Looking at Daggerfall screenshots is so funny because most of them are two hundred pixels, like two hundred <laughs> by one fifty. Oh shit! Yeah, that's a naked woman. Is that a mod or is that is? Oh no, naked? that's that that's Daggerfall. They're they're naked women. You can see actual titties in there. Oh my god, uh, Jason and I were like discussing this, or um, I don't even remember. I've been like in a fucking Bethesda haze. It's like a drug haze, only it's all Bethesda games. Um, so it was either Jason or David, and I was talking about the maturity of, um, of Bethesda games, I was talking about the maturity of Fallout, and how that's just like gone down with each game, and it's just gotten more and more... Um, it's definitely worse now than ever before. yeah. Like, I don't even know that you would call it. It's like ultra G-rated. 
I mean, like, oh, no, I mean no. kind of. Like people explode in Fallout. Like you, you, you shoot That's a guy true, and he pops into I, I a billion like, pieces. I feel like violence is a little more acceptable. You can't even find prostitutes anymore. No, in you're Fallout. right. You're right about that. Um, like they were in New Vegas and then Fallout for nothing. Hmm. Um, and then like the drug behavior is completely. Um, it's just, it's just, oh my god, it's just like so whitewashed now. So like every single drug addict, which I think there are only three in Fallout 4, you can clean them up. You can be like, hey, don't do drugs anymore. Like, okay, you make a good point. Mm-hmm. The end. And then you send them to your settlement to be a farmer or some shit. <laughs> um, you know, it's not like the serious, dark, creeping thing that was like in previous games where there were like vast drug... Actually, that's not true. There's a drug trade in Fallout 4, but... It didn't really result in anything. It was a cool quest, but it was like, here's all the drugs. Now go sell them and no consequences. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, same thing, same thing with um, the Elder Scrolls. The Elder Scrolls was just like, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's to fit into Bethesda's thing of making it more family friendly or even, even with all the violence um, so they can sell more copies, pretty much. Uh-huh. Fallout 4 was about selling copies, period. They don't. They don't want to get banned in Germany or Australia, or so they have to yeah. play the game. They don't no want to get banned kids. in Germany or Australia. They want to. <laughs> uh, they want to make sure that, like you know, sixteen-year-olds can buy the game because that's where all the money is. Um, pretty much that. So, so the the moral is: yes, you are seeing boobies, Doctor <laughs> Paul. Whereas in Skyrim, there are no boobies unless you mod them in there, which I have. It's terrible of course. news. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I, 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 it's interesting how like stuff used to fly under the radar and it like can't anymore because the second anything happens, everyone's outraged and like people's people's hairs, weapons, and uh, I don't know. I sound crazy, but but these are things I'm th- I'm thinking about that I do think about. Hey, by the way, I wanted to mention. Uh, I don't want to talk a lot about games. None of us are really playing anything interesting, um, but I but I felt like I would just circle back to the surge because I finally got past the game's first boss. <laughs> I want to go back. I'm a video game podcast. You said you don't really want to talk about games. Well, not right now. There's nothing interesting happening in games. Like no, that's true. That's uh, true. I mean, I mean, we got through I mean, everything let's, good. Let's see. Let's see. between January and April. But yeah, we really so. did. We 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 had a fucking litany of riches, and now we're sitting here with just kind of nothing. With nothing. Uh, Tekken Seven came out. Does anybody give a shit about Tekken Seven? I kind of like Tekken. I like Tekken Six. So it was all right. I like Tekken Tag, and ever since then, I can't play a Tekken game that doesn't have tagging. I want a tag. I don't want well, to Tekken not tag. Tekken Six introduced my favorite Tekken character. Oh, uh, who? Uh. Uh, Lilia, I'm pretty sure it's her name. Oh, it's not the bear. That's the bear is the right answer. Which no, character after, has after, the biggest? After you look at her, you'll understand why. Or who's that guy? Who's that guy who's made of wood? He's like a training dummy or something. I like him too. Yeah, the Woodman. That's his name. No, that's not right. Uh, but I'm looking at like new and trending on Steam, and like what came out today. Uh, Mokuchin. Uh, her name Mokuchin is Lily. Her, her actual name Mokuchin. is Emil. MLA de uh, Rockfort. Anyway, if you look up Lily Tekken, you'll see why I prefer her to all of the characters. Oh, Guilty Gear Exerd came out, so I guess we missed out on that one. 
I like that uh, sword too. Uh, Friday the 13th, we already talked about uh, Alien Swarm. By the way, we got some good Friday the 13th uh, intel, which is that we were saying Jason should go on a boat, and it turns out he's already been on a boat. And he's been on... And he's been in the subway. And he's been in a subway. So Jason has been in every form of transportation uh, except for, I think... Um, Limp. What did we decide? We decided he hasn't been on a swan boat. Um, <laughs> he hasn't been on a blimp. A submarine, probably. He has not been in a submarine as far as we know. If you are aware of a time Jason was in a submarine, please write to us and tell us. Um, is pirate ship different from... Cruise ship or, or or ferry? I think it is. It's different, yeah. I think he needs to be on a classic wooden ship now. So there's still places for Jason to go. It's ridiculous that we don't have one of these coming out every year. If you can shit out of fucking three DC movies in a year span, you can definitely make me uh, Jason gets on a boat. Uh, I, I was rewatching, um, uh, not rewatching, a strong word. I decided to look up clips of uh, Jason X. <laughs> man jason and... x is bad <laughs> it's bad but man it had some pretty hot women in it that was the one in space right yeah yeah that was the one in space have a uh, lexi doig i think she's pretty hot yeah lexi doig huh d-o-i-g cool name uh lexi she's in all those really shitty and like early 2000 sci-fi shows oh lexa doig. yeah oh yeah i remember oh this. yeah i remember this girl Good job, her. She probably gets killed horribly by Jason. Uh, yeah, she was in Andromeda. All right. Um, oh, man, Andromeda. <laughs> but the Surge, guys, the Surge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us about the Surge. What's it's, going on there? It's not very good, um, but I'm playing it somehow. I was saying this in the pre-show, and it's kind of weird, and Lucio's not really here to talk about it, but... I I basically was kind of sitting on two games. One was The Surge and the other was Prey. And I found myself playing more of The Surge than I have Prey because um, I'm actually kind of frustrated by Prey. I find it annoying. Um, I feel like I feel like I can see what Prey is doing, where it's trying to like make you this powerful person who f- fucks people up and can kind of play in his own way. And you know, like you know, like how Bioshock had all these creative things you could do, where like you'd lure enemies into an area with like water and you'd electrocute them um, and, and stuff like that. Um, right. You, you can see prey setting that up, but they're so slow to dole out the powers. Like I'm four hours in and I can still get killed by like one guy. One guy can totally oh. take me out. And I'm just, I, I got to a point where I was like, I'm not having fun leveling up in this game. And I just, I don't, that care. doesn't sound fun. <laughs> I don't care enough. Uh, and so I went back to the surge and I beat the first boss and I got to like the second area, which is definitely better than the first. Um, I, there's some NPCs there. It's just a little more interesting. It's huge. It's an enormous area. Um, and uh, I still would not recommend the surge, but I've played more of it. That's really my update. Okay. That's what Good I review. got. Uh, there is there is a woman uh, that you find who's like a, a fellow warrior surging around out there, and uh, a fellow surger. When you talk to her, she's like, "I need a good pipe." And uh, in your inventory, you have a pipe, and you can try to give it to her. And she's like, "That's not a good enough pipe." And uh, Jared, well, she was hitting she so on stuck you. Up? Yeah, I realized that afterwards, Doug. The story of my life. You know, you're the the girl. Every time a girl tells me like, "I need good pipe," I'm like, "Well." I'll, try the Home Depot, and then I leave. 
and I I've got a twelve gauge pipe. It's not until that? I it's not until I like get to my car that I'm like ah fuck she meant something else and you can't go back in uh, and talk to her that would be silly especially if you're at like a restaurant and she was your waitress you're not gonna go back like in and Applebee's. eat again. Yeah, if you're at Applebee's and the waitress is like hey, do you know where I can get some good pipe around here? And you're like no. There's uh, you could try the old industrial district on the west side of town. This is too elaborate of an example. I'm sorry. It's still it's still funner than uh, playing the surge. I'm sure. I I mean it's just it's all right. Uh, I I finally like kind of understand how leveling up and injections and all that stuff works, and it, it's a little more interesting. Um, <coughs> but it's still not. It's just not thrilling me. Um, I also think this is really weird. Uh, there's there's kind of two armor classes that the game sets you up for the the rhino and the the lynx. rhino. Yeah, and I think I already mentioned how the rhinos are kind of rare. Um, but the yeah. other the other thing that's weird is the rhino's clearly meant to be like the big slow guy, but most of the ones you encounter uh, go berserk and like rush you super fast, and it just feels weird. It feels off uh, off balance. And I know it sounds like I'm just nitpicking this game because I have no legitimate criticisms, but uh, and, well, well, let's look at it like this. Sorry, I I I think. That that would fly in Dark Souls because all the enemies look different from you. But in the Surge, when they're just like basically palette swapping the same exact thing, you feel like the guys that you're fighting should have the same powers as you. It's weird that I'm stealing their armor, putting it on, and it makes me super slow, but they're running around at the speed of fucking light. All right. But. Yeah, I, again, it, com- it comes down to them copying things without really getting it. Uh, like you know, if you're if you're go- if you're facing if you're in Dark Souls or like in Dark Souls Three and you face an undead guy who starts wailing on you super fast with a knife, you're like holy shit, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, if you're playing like the Surge and you see a guy that looks exactly fucking like you and you expect him to be like slow and clunky and all that, and he's super fast, you're like, okay, this just feels weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of strange. But whatever. I found an NPC, and he's like, I need my medicine. Will you get me my medicine? And so now i got to find the medicine. Was, he was hitting on you, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Oh, I knew it. Every time someone's like, I'm going to die if I don't get my medicine. I need my medicine. That's, that's a classic pickup line. So in that scenario, I am the medicine. Fuck, man. Yep. Ah. Maybe this game's way deeper than, than we're giving it credit for, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. We've un- we've uncovered like some kind of uh some kind of secret here for sure. Um yeah, anyway, uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. I would recommend Ricky Raccoon, but I would not recommend The Surge. Um that's just how it is. You mentioned that you're spending your time with Skyrim, Jay, which uh, Yeah. What is that? Um so it's about a unjust prison system and how it makes a triple trickle down effect in society. Oh, I know uh, about trickle down. That's the yeah. way that we all get rich. And it splits people along tribalist partisan lines. And you can either uh, choose to hand your country over to globalist fucks who would want to destroy anything, or you can back the uh, old blonde guy and make Skyrim great again. Who who did you guys side with when you very first played Skyrim? Uh, I actually sided with Stormcloaks because it's not every day I get to be a white supremacist in a video game. 
What about you, Doug? I I never finished it, so I, I probably would have done the Stormcloaks had I finished it. I actually feel like that's what I did too, even though they were racist. I you know I I, I found out later on, and that's actually what I want to do with this run. But I found out you can go completely neutral despite the game heavily pressing you to side with one or the other. I feel like despite being super super racist. Uh, the Stormcloaks are like, hey, we're fighting for freedom and independence. And you're like, oh, yeah, I can I can back that. And the Imperial is like, yeah, we're just going to wipe out their religion and culture. And you're like, oh, that doesn't feel nice. So I, really I don't, don't know. I really don't remember what I did. Uh, it's been so long. But I remember uh, that that I fought in the war alongside Alpric Stormcloak. And then I gave him uh, Solitude, which is like the Im- Imperial city. And then I told him, like, I made a mistake. I should have put you in charge. I feel like I remember beheading Ulfric, though, or watching him be beheaded. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Are you sure you didn't sign Empire? Maybe I did. I don't, I don't, it's been so long, like I said, I don't recall. Yeah, actually, I think I might have cited Empire now that I'm, yeah, I think now I, that I'm looking at pictures. I, so. I think, I think that's the only way to execute. I, I know there's a completely neutral route now. I didn't know that at the time. Had I known that at the time, I probably would have done that. But maybe I just couldn't uh, couldn't deal with how 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 mean those Nords were. <laughs> Damn yeah, Nords. you get to you get to Windhelm and it's pretty bad. You know, they got like uh, they're treating um, the Dunmer, the, the Dark Elves as second class citizens, making them live in slums, literally under the city. If a giant kicks you in Skyrim Special Edition, do you still fly into the sky really high? Oh, I haven't tested that yet. I should test it. Because that, that was a bug, but it was the best bug ever. I get stunned a lot, and I just kind of fall flat. Yeah, I don't fly up anymore. That doesn't make me happy. I want you to, like, uh, shoot. I want you to catapult into the sky, into space. So I can sum up Skyrim Special Edition pretty easily. Okay. Um... Uh, so I loaded up Skyrim Special Edition. I looked around the world. I closed it. I downloaded 85 mods, and now I have a playable version of Skyrim Special Edition. Um, but the only mod I didn't download was water textures. But that's to fix the water textures. Good job. Oh, so you didn't have to. You didn't have to fix it yourself. No, I didn't have to fix the water textures myself. That's the one thing they fixed. That was nice. Of Everything them. else I needed mods to fix. You know, it's funny uh, that you bring up Skyrim actually, because I was I was literally just thinking the other day when I was when I was booting up the surge, I was like, this isn't what I want to play. And I looked at my <laughs> I looked at my shelf and I'm like, what do I want to play? And that was kind of what came to mind is I want to play something like that, but not that. <laughs> and I don't yeah. I don't know what to what to do. Um, See, I, I I only end up on on Skyrim to a very roundabout way. Um, we're trying to talk a little bit about the pre-show, but um, like I said, basically I I was determined to get an ending in Fallout Four. I only got through an hour of it, mm-hmm. and then I started going through my entire Bethesda list, and ended up on Skyrim. I'm like, yeah, this is this is suitable. I can do this. I can play this again. Um, so. Yeah, that's basically it. I, I mean, I was I was starved for something. And short of that, if, if I weren't playing Skyrim Special Edition, I would be working through a new game plus run on Persona 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Basically, summer drought. We got We got to have something to keep our time. 
I mean, it's true. I haven't really decided what I want to do uh, with my time yet, but uh, yeah, I, I will. I know this isn't uh, game related, but I, I will just mention that I, I started the Twin Peaks revival, and uh, it's pretty nice. It's pre- pretty good. So pretty, if you pretty good. If I, haven't, you, I still haven't checked up. I think we only talked about it last night, but yeah. I mean, obviously, you haven't had time to do anything with it yet, but it's it's just funny because there's so many TV shows right now that like I watched pretty regularly that have like come back, and I haven't started up a single one of them. Um, but for whatever reason, I could not resist Twin Peaks, uh, and it it's turned out quite nice. I I I feel like it's that weird, slightly messed up thing we all got to watch. Um, no. As we were just old enough, we probably weren't old enough, but we were like just old enough to watch it. So it's kind of a generational thing, I feel like. It is um, It is amazing that this revival is on television. Uh, <laughs> it, it is like... It is like maybe 5%, 10% like classic Twin Peaks with characters that you know doing things. And then probably 90% bizarre fucking weird shit that just is out of this world. Um, Interesting. There's a character, I won't ruin anything big, but there's a character who shows up in the last episode I watched and he's called The Arm. That's what he says. He's like, I am called The Arm. <laughs> and and he's literally like a, a glowing tree with a brain on top of it and the brain has a mouth that talks. And he shows up and he's like, I am The Arm. <laughs> This actually sounds pretty incredible. It is. I can't believe it's real. I cannot believe any of it is real. Every I have, and I think this is why I'm so charmed by it. It is just, it takes a lot to surprise me nowadays. Nothing surprises me anymore. I have said, yeah. I have said out loud, what the fuck, at least four or five times watching this show. Like, and that's as someone who completely knew what to expect. Like I knew exactly what was coming, and it still surprised me. With just, that sounds pretty fun, at least. With just how fucking weird it is. So, uh, and and it's it's also strange because a lot of the cast has died since uh, the revival. Uh, like the log lady passed away, but she's in it. They they were able to film some scenes with her before she passed away. Huh. Um, and Don S. Davis, the the guy who was the uh, he was Bobby Bobby Briggs. He was Bobby Briggs' dad. Um, right. And he was the general in Stargate, remember? Uh, I didn't know he died. Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. Pa- he passed away. And uh, he appears at one point as a giant floating head in space. <laughs> I, I like God. to imagine it's just stock footage from him from Stargate. <laughs> it doesn't match up at all. I don't remember if he had a new line. He died in like 2008, so he actually it might be stock footage of him. I don't think it's Stargate stock footage, but actually, I wouldn't really put that past them either. <laughs> uh, you have to go through the Stargate, O'Neill. Yeah, watch him show up and be like, "Hey, we need to check in on Atlantis," and you're like, "What the fuck?" It's great. I love it. Uh, but yeah, anyway, you should you should watch it, and someone should really uh, make a video game of it. I'll give it a go because in addition to, I don't know, I, I guess I just need my nostalgic sci-fi and fantasy because in addition to Fallout and The Elder Scrolls, I've been just re-watching Game of Thrones and Battlestar Galactica, the remake, not the old one. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's a good show. I have fond yeah. memories of that one. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was pretty good until that final episode. 
Yeah, there's some missteps all around. I remember when they <laughs> revealed the last like four Cylons or whatever, and I was like, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I remember being pretty bummed about that, but I, I got well, over the, it. The first, the first three seasons are amazing anyway. Oh, yeah, the first two especially. Uh, yeah, actually, especially the, the first two. The, the third two, because um, that's that's got the one where they go on the planet for like the occupation or whatever. Yeah, it's got the occupation. Um, and then... Pegasus is season two, I think. Yeah, Pegasus is season Pegasus two. Pegasus is fucking amazing. Pegasus is some like, of the best stuff that show ever did, for sure. Yeah. Easily. Um, ah, man. God. Now you're making me want to watch it. <laughs> but, all right. Well, we're about, we're about at time. This was a productive podcast. We talked a lot about restaurants, sure, uh, <laughs> and comic books, sure. But there's some games in there. We talked about the video games. Eventually. If you enjoyed our podcast today, I would strongly encourage you to go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. Maybe go give us a subscribe on iTunes. A rating would be lovely. We'd love that. Um, And uh, check back next week because we will be back once more with maybe a couple more people on the cast and we can stay completely off topic because it's summer. And And Trevor is going to tell us all about Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. So we talked about Wonder Woman and Doug said it was good. So does it stand to reason that when Trevor shows up, he's going to tell us it was terrible? Probably. (laughs) This is the worst movie ever. Suicide Squad was better. There's no way. There's no way that those words can come out of his mouth. Prove... Prove me wrong, Trevor. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I don't. I don't think that would, that has ever been said by human lips. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, thanks so much for uh, listening, guys. And I think with that, we are out. Bye.